Welcome to Ticket to Life. This is Henry, and I want to thank you for tuning in and taking time to listen to the podcast today. Happy March. We're um, in the second week of March, which is crazy. Uh, let me see. Today is Wednesday, at least if you're here, if you're in Australia, it's already tomorrow. Hi, my Australian downloaders. Um or shall I say my Australian listeners? I don't know if they actually downloaded. They just listened to it at live stream. I'm not sure how that works, but <laughs> you'd think I would know, but that's okay. Um, let me see. This episode is about being put on the spot. How many of you have ever been put on the spot? I know I have. Um, today is the 8th of March. And I just want to go over a few little things and then we'll get into being put on the spot. Um, March is a pretty exciting month. And one important thing about this month is that it is Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. Um, And that's pretty, I, I don't think a lot of people know what that is. But I will tell you, this actually helps many people who are disabled to live a better life with the assistance they get from certain programs. Um, in 1960, President Kennedy and his family experienced with their one of his sisters had a disability and pretty much uh, used his power of presidency to bring attention to those in need. So I think that's awesome that he did that. Uh, also, in um, 1987, when President Ronald Reagan was in office, he issued a public proclamation urging Americans to provide individuals with developmental disabilities. This encouraged the opportunities that they would be able to lead more productive lives and achieve their full potential. So I think that's amazing. But of course, you know, we live in a wonderful country. Um, I love being an American, a Mexican-American, and it is a wonderful country that we try to help those in need. The Goodwill is one place that helps those with disabilities, and they all—they actually have an autism support service. Um, I will try to get some information and put that on the description for this podcast, and maybe you can reach out to someone you know who could use some of this help. Also, March is the equinox and that happens twice a year and if you don't know what that is I will tell you I know this is such a learning podcast isn't it I'm always talking about history and all sorts of stuff but thank you for listening um and this happens twice a year it's when the sun crosses the celestial equator you know that invisible line you can't see on looking at a globe or looking at the earth and it's when the day and the night are approximately equal length. Um, one's for spring and the other's fall. So anyway, that's just kind of fun to know. But of course you say March and a lot of people will go, ooh, St. Patty's Day. Let's go get liquored up. Green beer. At least they do that in Texas a lot. We have green beer. I don't know if that's uh, everywhere. But also uh, St. Patrick, who, who is this man? Why does he even exist? Why do people, why does he have his own day and everyone wears green? And well, St. Patrick 
was, of course, he was not a saint to begin with, but um, he, uh, the, the people of different faiths believe that if had had not been for St. Patrick, there would be snakes all over Ireland. And he apparently uh, was able to get rid of all the snakes. So, you know, snakes, there are no snakes in Ireland. So I've never been there. I've heard it's beautiful, but um, no snakes in Ireland. But scientists and I'm sure geologists, uh, whoever, say that the truth is that there were never snakes in Ireland to begin with. There were no snakes in Ireland, fossil record facts. and so, But you know what? If people want to believe that St. Patrick did get rid of snakes in Ireland, so be it. I'll go with it. I believe he did. I don't know. Who am I to judge? Who am I to say? <laughs> So um, anyway, so St. Patrick's Day is a big day, not just here, but of course in Ireland. Although some Christians already that lived in Ireland at that time, back in uh, 600, no, not 600, it was 400 AD. He was about 16 now. And his name, his actual name was Mawin. No wonder he went just by St. Patrick. But after six years, he... um, after six years, he escaped. He was, uh, oh, well, he was uh, caught by, kidnapped by some Irish pirates, and then he was kidnapped, and he escaped, and he believed that the Lord was there to protect him, and he was delivered safely home. So, although Christians already lived in Ireland at that time, the country was largely pagan, so spreading the foreign religion, that was great. So, he, that's why St. Patrick is St. Patrick. Um says that the three leaves that you know you always see if you see statues or pictures of St. Patrick it has the shamrock and it's three little clover leaves you know and it is for the holy trinity the father the son and the holy spirit so i think that's just a little bit of fun history but i will tell you why we wear green if you don't know st <laughs> patrick's um day you know, everyone wears green. I remember, of course, back in the 60s, you would have to wear green to school. I don't care what it was because people would actually come up and pinch you. And it wasn't a little pinch either. People were, kids were mean. They're mean now, but they were mean back then too. <laughs> so I made sure to always wear green. Um, then you had the person with green eyes say, I don't have to wear green. I've got green eyes. Okay, whatever. But anyway, uh, I was not a pincher. I was always scared if I pinched someone, I might slapped or something. I don't know. Anyway, the tradition of wearing green is so the leprechauns can't see you. (laughs) I bet you all knew that. So make sure you don't get seen by a leprechaun on St. Patrick's. Yes, it's supposed to make you invisible to the little leprechauns. They will pinch you as soon as um, they see you moving around because you don't have green. So be sure to wear green. Would you believe that St. Patrick was an atheist in his childhood first? Just throw that little bit in there before I started talking about him. But anyway, yes, he was. So anyway, now on to the podcast. I wonder how many people actually listen to the podcast and say, oh, here goes her history lesson (laughs) and kind of fast forward. Anyway, have you, I'm sure we all have, and if you haven't, good for you. Have you ever been put on the spot? spot many times in my life, um, you know, where you're minding your own business at your desk and someone says, hey, 
I need for you to tell me, um, is this your signature? And you're like, oh my gosh, it's a forged check. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's never happened. But, uh, you know, someone puts you on the spot and says something like, um, let me see, um, you know, I need that answer from you. And you're like, what are you talking about? The answer about, did you want to go with me on my vacation or did you want to go with them? Because I'm making reservations right now and I need to know, are you going? Well, you're put on the spot because you haven't had time to research it or haven't had time to come up with the proper excuse of not going on the vacation with this person. We have all been on that spot. I mean, um, let's say the beautiful girl who is about to be engaged and she's not, she's not too sure about the guy, but she has a funny feeling. He's going to ask her. She doesn't know what she's going to say because she wants time to think of it. That's a big commitment. But I do have a story about this and it's someone being put on the spot during an engagement party. Um, we're going to call the girl Sissy and we'll call her um, stepbrother Fred. Fred's a good name. Think of Fred Mertz from Lucy. But anyway, so uh, I have a friend of a friend whose son Fred was going to be getting engaged. So they had a big party, kind of a pre-engage, but I think the bride may have already known. Well, Sissy, Fred's sister, was pregnant. And she and, and Fred knew, the whole family knew, the, the immediate family knew, but all the friends and the, you know, aunts and uncles that were there for this party or this big party of the big engagement did not know. Um, and Sissy had said, I don't want anyone to know because that's not my time right now. It's, it's Fred. This is his day. This is his big day. And, and his lovely bride to be Janelle. Uh, so, you know, she was doing the right thing. Sweet. That's, that's what a good sister would do. And so she and her husband had decided, let's not tell anyone, you know, yeah, your mom and dad know, your brother knows, and, you know, the even the sister, the future sister-in-law knew, you know, like I said, immediate close family knew. So the engagement happens, you know, uh, Fred gets down on his knees and Janelle's all excited and she says, yes, yeah, well, everyone's all so excited. So there is a busybody person there who is a friend of the family, <laughs> maybe they shouldn't have had such a big party for an engagement, I guess. I don't know. That's none of my business either. Anyway, so there's a friend there who just is kind of loud, but very friendly person, good person. They're just loud and they always want to know what's going on. Well, she goes up to Sissy because Sissy's having a drink and she's sitting there and she goes, what are you drinking? And Sissy looks at her and she says, I'm having a soda. Well, do, are you, do you have alcohol in there? Because she was having like a Diet Coke or a Coke. I don't know. And she was put on the spot because the next question was, are you pregnant? You're pregnant, aren't you? And she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, and she goes, I knew it. I knew it. And she's like, Shh, you know, this is not about me. I don't want everyone to know. And the busybody should have known that if she had wanted her to know that she would have picked up the phone and called her and said, guess what? I'm pregnant. But this is what I'm saying. People put people on the spot and, it, and they're rude. It's rude. It can be very rude to put someone in that spot. That, that is rude. I mean, we have to think about that. I 
don't like to be put on the spot. Have I been on put on the spot? Yeah, many times. I'm sure we all have. But that person to ask her about the drink and is there alcohol and then I mean on and on and she finally got up and kind of got in her face and said, "Hey, you know what? I don't want anyone to know because this is not about me today. This is about my brother." And she go, "Oh." And embarrassed her. And it should have because that I think that was the rudest thing. I don't like when people do that to other people. Um, I had a friend last week and she was telling me that she's going to do this and do that. And then the next thing I know, the other friend says, why are you doing that? That's not good for you. That's it. And I'm like, and she made her feel so bad and says, well, why? I need to know. Why are you going to go do this? It wasn't anything illegal. She was just going to go do something fun. You know, of course, I dove in and said, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's none of our business because it's not. When We are adults and we know what to do from right and wrong and so on. But anyway, so they were, that's what happened. And I, and I hate when people do that. When people put people on the spot, that's really tough. And then you usually can have someone who's kind of nasty. <laughs> I know because we've all met nasty people in our lives and we'll continue. And they just don't care. And they know that they can make that person give a quick answer without thinking. And it may be the wrong answer. Or if you've told someone um, or someone has told you something and they asked you not to say anything and you did not say anything. And then they confront you and continuously say, did you tell someone? Did you, did you, did you? And you're like, no, they are putting you on the spot and not only embarrassing themselves, but embarrassing you. So don't. We all just need to think before we ask people, because it's just rude. Now, if someone's cheating on a spouse or something and you want to go ahead and confront someone and put them on the spot, that's different. Um, But to me, it's like we just need to really think about certain things about asking and wanting an answer. Because if I want a direct answer, I want that person to think about it. And so I'll give them, hey, I'll be back in a little bit. Could you just think about it and let me know? Because that uh, no one likes to be put on the spot for anything. So now if it's a life or death situation, that is totally different. You need to look, oh, are you choking? Oh, are you having a heart attack? Oh, do I need to call 911? Yes, that's, that is putting people on the spot for the right reason. Call the ambulance, call 911. And if they're choking, they probably won't be able to tell you. Or if they're having a heart attack, you should know the signs. They're grasping their chest and <laughs> going, uh, you know. So anyway, I've never had a heart attack, but I'm assuming what I've seen on TV, that's kind of like what you see, but, and I'm not making fun of that, but I, we know when someone is in trouble with their health or something that we need to act, or at least I hope we do. So if there's an investigation, now that's probably a good thing that, that, you know, like, uh, detectives do or any officers when they have someone in in the little room and they're talking to them and asking them questions they want those quick answers because honestly a lot of people can't think really fast to lie and make something up and they might get a quicker answer when they're asking them hey you need to tell me you need to tell me right now where you hear them da 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 because i'm not quick at thinking up a lie. Now I used to be back in the day but i'm not anymore. <laughs> so you know put people on the spot for a crime, definitely. Yeah, put them on the spot. Make them nervous. Get the answer. Find out what they did. 
So that this is, again, we're just human. We make mistakes. But try to think before you really want that answer because it's really hard for someone to answer right away when it is you want a good, solid answer, not a, well, you told me yes. Well, yeah, you didn't give me a choice, but to answer right there and then. I mean, how many times have we told someone, oh, yeah, I can go with you and you didn't think about it. Then you look at your calendar and you have something and then they get all upset. Well, you wanted that answer now. I didn't have time to get my calendar. So I could come up with all sorts of stuff when I was younger, like I said, about lies and stuff, but I can't do that anymore. And I don't think people are built that way. At least I hope not that we lie. But yes, we all lie. I've even got a podcast on lie. Or they don't have long and uh, you know, enough time to think up of a um reason to say no on something. And then they wind up saying yes. How many times have we said yes? Now I do have a podcast. It is uh called Learn How to <laughs> Learn How to Say No. And believe it or not, that uh, has very many downloads on it. It's, um, I believe, hold on just a sec, I think it's number 62, if you need to learn how to say lie, um, no, but, you know, it's just, yeah, you know, it's episode 62, learn to say no, but, um, of course, they're just Henry, what Henry does when she can't say yes, or just, I have learned, I just need to be honest about certain things, and people don't like my honesty, because, you know, you always, I'm sorry, I'm rattling my notes, um, you just want people to honestly, honestly give you an honest answer on anything. So anyway, this is just the thing about don't put people on the spot because you don't like being put on the spot. Again, treat others the way you want to be treated because I don't like that. And I know you don't like that. So this is Henry. Thank you for listening to Ticket to Life. Go find your blessings. And please, please, please remember, don't put anyone on the spot. 